Welcome to the Unstoppable E-Commerce Podcast, your place to learn how to run a profitable six-figure e-commerce business that gives you the financial freedom to live the life of your dreams. I'm your host, Karen Parkinson, an e-commerce marketing mentor, Facebook ad specialist, speaker, and mum based in Hobart, Tasmania. With over 11 years experience in the industry, experience coaching hundreds of e-commerce business owners through my signature program, Ecom Igniter, and up to the minute insights from my Facebook ad agency, Unstoppable E-Commerce. I'm here to educate and empower you to create your own unstoppable e-commerce business. Click subscribe so you don't miss an episode and let's jump in. If you're looking to grow your e-commerce business in the new financial year, you are in the right place. In today's episode, I'm walking you through my eight-step pathway to profit. So let's jump straight in. Before we begin today, I'd like to acknowledge the Palawa people of Lutruwira as the first people and custodians here through all of time. The warm, loving feeling of home is felt here, and it's a testament to the nurturing and care you've provided this country for thousands of years. I pay respect to the elders and acknowledge them as the wisdom holders and the teachers of the Palawa community. Welcome! Thank you for joining me today. Now, I must say, I've wasted more hours than I care to admit trying to get Taylor Swift tickets today. My stepdaughter is rather devastated, and so am I. I think she would be absolutely amazing to see live. So congratulations to everyone who managed to get tickets. One thing it does show is that people are still spending money, right? Even her VIP tickets, they came out, they were $900 for one package and I think like over a thousand for the other and they all sold out, right? Hundreds of thousands of people today are trying to get tickets. The money is still there. People are still spending. It's all about priorities and you just need to make your product the thing that they prioritize. So if I stop abruptly, it's because my Taylor Swift (laughs) tickets that I've been refreshing, well, not refreshing, that it's been refreshing for the last few hours finally comes through. (laughs) I'm going to be dumping this podcast and running over to get tickets, but I'll be back. (laughs) So today I am chatting to you all about your pathway to profit. So this is what I call my eight core things that you need to focus on in your e-commerce business to see growth. So a new financial year is a fantastic time to really step back and start planning, start goal setting, but really think, okay, what do I need to focus on to move the needle this year? If you've got some big financial goals, if you've got some growth that you want to hit, what can you actually do to make that happen? Because goals are fantastic, but if you don't have a plan to put in place to actually make those goals happen, then, you know, it's just like a little wish. Oh, I wish I could make a million dollars this year. Fantastic. What are you going to do about it? So let's start with the first pillar of the pathway to profit, which is all about profit planning. What do you know? So profit planning is really your numbers and not just planning and going, yeah, I want to hit this much, but knowing your numbers inside and out. I can't tell you how many people have jumped into Ecom Igniter and we go through the first module, which is profit planning, and they actually don't know what their profit margin is. So if you're selling products, you should know exactly what percentage of that sale you get to keep. Not just, you know, one particular product, but, you know, of your average order value of the money that comes through on average from your customers, how much of that do you get to keep at the end of the day? After all your overheads, after all your marketing, after all your team, after everything, after shipping, all of it, how much 
is in your back pocket at the end of the day. Are you running an expensive hobby or are you actually paying yourself and making a profit? So profit planning, I want you to really get down and dirty with your numbers and work out, okay, how much did I spend this financial year? So the one that's ending and really don't be afraid to look at your numbers because you can bury your head in the sand, but then you can't get any better, right? My first business, I lost a shitload of money. So I don't want you to get to that place where you're like, I don't even want to know. It's better if I don't know. It's better just to get it all out there, have a real look at your numbers, and then you actually give yourself the power over those numbers and you can make things better. So get real and write down how much did you make this financial year? So how much revenue did you make? And then all of your expenses. So if you're using some kind of software, Zero is fantastic, which is like an online accounting software. You can spit out a report, profit and loss report, things like that. If you're in Ecom Igniter, I've had some training done by Jodie Porteous, who is a profit first accountant, and she's got a bonus lesson in there on how to read your profit and loss statements. So if you don't actually know how to read those, don't worry. A lot of people don't. You can jump in there and you can work that through that and actually look at your numbers. If you're not in Igniter yet, that's okay. Really what you're wanting to see is how much did you spend on raw materials? How much did you spend on your products? If you sell wholesale from other people and sell on goods, how much did you spend on marketing, advertising, on all of your tools? So things like Shopify, Klaviyo, maybe you use a scheduling software, all of the different softwares, all of your apps, everything like that. How much did you spend on that? And then how much did you spend shipping things out? How much did it cost you in refunds for the year? Work it all out. How much did you pay yourself? That's what you really need to know. Are you making money? So profit planning is super important because we do want to make a profit. We don't just want to make money. And if you haven't heard about it, go back and listen to my episode with Jody Porteous on the profit first method. It's all about an accounting method where you have multiple bank accounts and you divvy up money for things like when you need to buy new stock, when you need to buy packaging, when you need to pay your bass bill so that you've got that money put aside and you're not just looking at one bank account going, oh, cool, there's money in there. I can spend that. And then your tax bill comes in and then your you know, invoice comes in for something else and you're like, oh, I didn't have that money set aside, which is exactly what I used to do. It got me into $50,000 of debt with the ATO. So not a great place to be. Profit First got me out of that hole and it's, I've never got back into it since I've been using that method. So I can highly recommend it. You can get the book or even just listen to my episode with Jody Porteous. It's a fantastic way to do your accounts. And a new financial year is a fantastic time to implement it. It doesn't take very long at all. Okay, your profit planning. I want you to set a goal, not just for a financial goal for revenue this year, but I want you to set a goal for your income, for your profit. How much are you going to pull out of the business to pay yourself this year? That's what I really want you to strive to this year. Especially if you're listening, maybe you're working full-time or part-time and you've got your business on the side and you're wanting to transition into working for yourself. What does that look like? How much money do you need to be pulling out to replace your other income? How much do you need as a safety net to feel comfortable to quit that job? So really, if you just keep thinking, oh, it'd be nice to quit one day, that's not clear enough. You need to know, I need to be earning this much a year, this much a month, this much a week so that I can quit my job and go into this business full-time. So work it all out, put it down on paper. The next pillar of the pathway to profit is your audience. You need to know your audience inside and out. 
And it is so common for people to think, oh, my audience is everyone. Everyone could buy my product. And, you know, that may be true, but not everyone will. And there are groups of people who are far more likely to want it. Unless you sell toilet paper or toothpaste, you're not for everyone, right? So think about your target audience. Great time to look through your stats for the past year. Look at your Google Analytics. Look at your website analytics. Who were your customers? Were they male? Were they female? Were they in a certain age bracket? Were they part of a certain demographic? Like really get to know your customers. And you can look at your socials. You can survey people. You can just ask people. You can do polls on your Instagram stories. Find out, go through your reviews and see if there's some clues in your product reviews as to, you know, who the people are that are buying from you. Because if you know who they are, it becomes a lot easier to talk to them and to find them. So speaking of talking to them, the next pathway to profit pillar is messaging. So this is your magnetic messaging. So knowing what to say. So obviously it's really important that you know who those people are first so that you can work out what to say to them. If you don't know who your audience is, you can never get your messaging bang on. So if you've ever seen an ad and you've started reading and maybe you've started nodding or going, oh yes, that's me. Oh yes, I've got to have that in my life. Like if you ever seen a product and you're just like, oh, where has this been on my life? I need to buy it right now. They knew you, they knew your audience, they knew their audience and they knew you were part of it and they knew how to speak to you because they knew what made you tick. So if you can be that clear on who your audience is and then work out how to talk to them, you can get people buying because they really want your product. Marketing is all about getting people to want to buy from you rather than sales, like pushing something down someone's throat and trying to get them to buy. I'm not about like marketing where you're trying to trick people into wanting something or, you know, really sleazy salespeople or really just trying to make you feel bad if you don't purchase. I want people to buy my products because they're like, oh, wow, yeah, this is made especially for me. I need it in my life. Here, take my money. So if that's what you're after, the key is to first know who that audience is. And then with your messaging to get crystal clear on, you know, what problem are you solving for someone? And I know people in my Igniter students have said to me, oh, I'm not really solving a problem, Karen. I've just got, you know, active wear. And I was like, okay, cool. So who's your target audience? Oh, bigger women with curves. Oh, we've got these prints because they're more flattering. And we do pockets because it's so important to have pockets in your tights. And, you know, oh, we can do the squat test. And then, you know, my underwear answers. So the problem that person is solving is giving them active wear that they can feel confident in, that they can go for a run or go do Pilates or whatever it is, knowing that their undies aren't going to show through, that if I squat down, my butt's not going to show. So I'm really giving you confidence. They're giving people the opportunity to express themselves through their colorful patterns and the convenience of pockets. I will not buy tights without pockets these days. Every time I put on a pair and they don't have pockets, I'm like, oh, why did I buy these? It is so much handier to be able to put in keys in one, phone in the other, and off I go and not even have to take a wallet. So what problem are you solving for somebody? And it could just be making them feel amazing. You don't have to solve world hunger. You just need to be solving a problem for your customer, whether that be, I need a way to take the washing from the laundry to the clothesline. And it could be selling a laundry basket. You know, you're still solving a problem there. So think about what it is that you're selling and what problem you're actually solving, because then you can figure out, okay, well, what is it 
that my customers are struggling with right now? What is it that problem that I need to solve? So going back to the tights, she did a great meme once she worked out some of those problems she was solving of somebody putting their phone down their boobs and being like, oh, I wish I didn't have to look like SpongeBob square boobs. So you can be funny and clever and attract and speak to your audience if you know what it is that you're actually helping them to achieve. So your messaging also needs to be in your brand voice. So in United, we do a lot of work around brand voice. And, you know, is your brand fun, unique? Is it quirky? Is it a little bit cheeky or is it more sophisticated? Is it feminine? Is it really woke? Is it like whatever it may be? But figuring that out and keeping that consistent throughout everything, throughout your social media, throughout your emails, throughout your Facebook and Instagram ads, throughout everything that you do so that if somebody you know, comes across you in one place and then they see something from you in another, they know straight away that it's you because you're talking in that same brand voice. The next pillar is having a traffic ready website. And I'm so passionate about getting people traffic ready before they spend any money on advertising, because having a traffic ready website means that your website converts the people that are going to it. Now, on average, you want to be converting at least 2% of your website traffic. So that means for every 100 people that come to your website, two go on to purchase. Now that might seem like quite low, but if you go and have a look at your stats, it may be that you're not even hitting that 2% yet. And if you aren't, that's okay. There are lots of ways that you can improve your website and get it converting better. There's lots of resources on the website, unstoppableecom.com, on how to improve your conversion rate. There's free website blueprints, all sorts of things that you can access there. That really should be your focus before... You spend any money or time getting more traffic because if you can't sell to 100 people, you can't sell to 1,000 or 10,000. Your problem is not needing more traffic. Your problem, if you're not hitting that 2%, is your conversion rate. So if you are under 2%, make that your big goal for this year to get to 2%. If you're hitting 2%, make it 3%. Anything that you can increase in your conversion rate is going to help grow your business without the need for more traffic. A traffic-ready website also has a fantastic average order value. So this comes into your profit planning as well, but the more people spend per transaction, the more money you're going to make from the same amount of people coming to your website. So you want them to convert and you want them to spend a lot. Once you have a traffic-ready website, we then jump into content creation. So this is making sure that you've got a consistent content schedule, And when I say consistent, you don't need to be consistently posting every day. If every day doesn't fit into your schedule, if it's not your jam, that's okay. You don't have to be everywhere and you don't have to be on all the time. You can still have a successful e-commerce business just posting a few times a week, but you need to consistently be doing that. So your content, we talk about the discover, dream, do pillars in Ecom Igniter. And that is making sure that you've got a content schedule that's not just all promotional. And it's also not just all sharing your brand story and never actually asking for the sale, but so that we've got a mix of content. So we're introducing the brand and the story behind the brand, introducing our products and the features and benefits. And then we are having those promotional posts, which are asking for the sale, but they're only about 20% of our posts. So your content is a really important piece of the puzzle, but you really should be focused on getting that website to convert before you spend hours and hours each week if that's what you're doing on content, getting them to a website that's not actually getting them to become a customer because then you're just wasting your time. Email is the next pillar of the pathway to profit. 
Your emails are so important as an e-commerce business. This is still one of the top marketing tools that you can use. It has the biggest return on ad spend or the biggest return on investment, I should say, than any other marketing tool, advertising, even Facebook ads, which I love, which we'll talk about next. Email and Facebook ads go beautifully together. They're like a match made in heaven. So if you are not using emails and by using emails, I mean, you need to be having automations set up. I highly recommend Clavio. You can find it in my toolkit on the website. Your emails should be going out automatically when someone joins your list. If somebody buys from you, if they add to cart and then don't buy from you, if they do buy from you, all of those should trigger a flow of emails that nurture your customers, get them back to buy or get them back to buy again if they've already purchased. So your emails are so important. Those automations, they take work to set up. We go through all of it in Ecom Igniter. So if you do need a hand setting up all of those emails, that is something that I teach. But it's so important to have all those emails set up. And then you need to be also emailing your list on a consistent schedule. I recommend starting just like once a week. Once a week, emailing your list. And again, we use the content pillars for sending out those emails. But making sure so often I come across business owners in e-commerce that have collected these emails from people because they want to hear from you, right? They liked your product enough to give you the keys to their inbox. And then we just ghost them. We're like that dodgy guy who's got our phone number, go on a date, and then they never call. Damn them. Don't be that business. Don't be that business that goes, hey, I want your email. I'm going to give you this for it. Great, I've got it. Oh, no, I don't want to bother you, so I'm just not going to email you, okay? We don't want to be that person. We want to make sure that we are actually keeping in touch and that we're emailing regularly. One of my clients that I sat down with, they were a really large business. They had a fantastic email list of over 20,000 people. They had an open rate of over 50% and they were emailing once a month. I was like, okay, great. Look what happens when you email each month. They were making around $15,000 each time they emailed. It's like, what if we tried to email a little bit more often? Like, oh, I don't want to bother people. You know what? When you send an email, they're buying. So you're obviously not bothering them. Let's try doing it a little bit more so that, well, I'm not going to go weekly. I'll send twice a month. So they started sending fortnightly. Guess what happened? They started making 30,000 a month from emails. So I'm not saying that you're going to double for every extra email that you send, but people want to hear from you. If they don't, they will unsubscribe and that is okay because you don't want to be paying for your email software for an email of a person who's not going to buy but there's no point not emailing them for fear of them unsubscribing when that means you're not going to get any money from them anyway, because if they don't hear from you, they can't buy, right? So if you have their emails, start emailing. The next pillar on the pathway to profit is Facebook advertising. And whenever I talk about Facebook ads, I mean Facebook and Instagram, because Instagram is just a placement of Facebook ads. This is something that you should only start though, once you have all the other pillars of this pathway set up, you need to have your profit planning done, know all your numbers so you know how much return on ad spend you need to get to make your ads profitable for your business. And I'm talking profitable Facebook ads and not just Facebook ads. We want them to make your profit. You need to know your audience. You need to know them so that you can find them on Facebook. And then you need to know your messaging so you know what to say to them in the ads to get them to click through, to get them to purchase. You need to have that traffic ready website that's going to convert that traffic at at least 2%. 
Then you need to have your organic content strategy because Facebook loves brands that also use organic content. You kind of get brownie points, bonus points, if you like, from Facebook for having an organic strategy, and then your ads will perform better. So having that content creation set up. And then your emails, because if somebody comes in through a Facebook ad, they can still then be retargeted through Facebook ads, but also through your emails. Or they could come in, join up to your email, and then click on something and then get retargeted with a Facebook ad. They work hand in hand together. So having those set up first, then you can start turning on your traffic with Facebook ads. So we can start accelerating the amount of people that actually go to your website. And then the more people join your email list. I also run ads to get more emails. So it works beautifully once you have those other things set up, ready to go. Then your very last pillar of the pathway to profit is to just optimize and scale. So everything we do, we're constantly optimizing. So if you can optimize your website and get it increasing your conversion rate, you're increasing your revenue. If you can increase your email open rate, then you can get an increase in people purchasing from your emails. If you can get more people clicking through from your Facebook ads, if you can get a better return on ad spend, fantastic. If you can scale your ads to reach even more people, but keep that return on ad spend happening, fantastic. If you can increase your average order value, you're increasing your revenue with every little tweak. So if you're doing okay, but you want to do better, if you want to scale your business, it's all about optimizing each one of those steps. Further refine your numbers, further refine your audience, further refine your messaging, optimize your website, optimize your content strategy, optimize your emails, optimize your Facebook ads, and then you can just increase your ad spend and scale your business. It really is that simple. And when I say simple, I'm laughing because obviously that's quite complex. There's all these moving parts. There is a lot to having an e-commerce business. It's not just throw up a Shopify website, do a few social media posts and hope for the best. Unfortunately, it doesn't work like that. But if you get your systems in place, if you have a strategy, and I highly recommend you have a marketing strategy that covers off all of these elements, then you really can have a profitable e-commerce business and you know which of these to focus on. I hope this has been helpful today. I really just wanted to walk you through this. Now, each one of these is a module of Ecom Igniter. So you may have heard those names before if you've heard me talk about Igniter, which is our signature program to help e-commerce store owners to really nail all of these things. And it comes together in the final module and optimize and scale, putting together your own marketing strategy so that you know what to do each day, week and month for all of these pillars. So take a look now at the last financial year, maybe make some notes on all of those areas and how you think you're doing and then where you want to improve things for next year. And I would love it if you want to post some goals. We've got the free Facebook group, Unstoppable E-Commerce Entrepreneurs. I'll link it up in the show notes for you. I would love to hear what your goals are for the new financial year and what you think you're going to work on. So which step in these pathway to profit are you going to focus on to really grow your e-commerce business for the 23-24 financial year? Thanks so much for joining me today. And I will catch you in next episode, which is episode number 100. Can you believe it? 100 episodes. So I will see you there. 